recording? Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Mamish Panam Kadoshes Bolkan. I think it's appropriate to come here this week. Dasan Avirim said, Loyal Eretz Zavas Cholav Udvash Havir Sanu. And here the Rashiva brought us Mamish Eretz Cholav Zavas Cholav Udvash. Baruch Hashem, beautiful Yeshiva. And uh, we wish to Rashiva and all the Bachram tremendous Hatzlacha and the Snumakim, Lahagdil Tarul Hadira. So we were supposed to start at 6, but uh, we came a little bit late. Now that COVID is over, everybody spends most of the day parked in their car on the uh, Garden State Parkway. And it uh, took a little bit longer to get here, so um, supper will not be later than 9 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Okay, we'll try to do it quick. Roshiva said, the latest, 8.55, so we'll try to get you out a little bit early. Okay, so uh, we'd like to speak a little bit about Kairach. What was Kairach thinking? First, let's try to understand who did Kairach get on his side. So the Gemara, Darshan, the Pasuk, Vayakumu, he got three kinds of people. So the Gemara Dashans, what are Nasiyeda? Muchadim Shabeda. Khashiva people. Like my good friend from Nasan, who he didn't want me to get him into the Drasha. But it doesn't mean we, I don't listen to him. I want to thank Rabbi very much for spending seven and a half hours driving me here. And also, I want to thank Rabbi Lezer Bark for getting me water. He, he said I shouldn't get him into the drasha, so then I remember his name. I knew it. Okay. So he got... Miuchadim <laughs> Shabeida. He got, at the end of Seder, you know, you have to keep the guys up. Especially they're going to be here for at least another two hours. So, okay. <laughs> Basically enough with that, right? Miuchadim Shabeida. Kairach got Chashiva people. Kriye Moyed. The Gemara Darshan. Shoyu Yoidim La'aber Shonim V'lekboye Chadashim. He knew how to be Ma'aber, they knew how to be Ma'aber the year and to establish the months. Anshay Shem. Shoyu Lahem Shem B'chala They're very famous. So famous, I understand why Karach wanted to get famous people. It looks better for him. Right? If, you have, if the Karach gets schleppers on his side, so then uh, it's not going to look too good if the only people that support him are, are uh, not Chashava people. So he got Chashava people. And he got people who were Kriye Moyed, Miuchadim Shaba'eda. But the Gemara says he got people who knew to be, how to be Ma'abra the Shana. What, what do you get people who knew how to be Ma'abra the Shana for? Being Ma'abra the Shana is a specific... Yediya in a very specific Mitzvah and Torah. What does he need people who know how to be Ma'abra the Shana for? I remember one time I was Zoychet to go to Rebbe Yashif. So standing outside of his door, there were three guys. One guy was holding a parasha of tefillin. One guy was holding cornflakes. One guy had another specimen, whatever it was. Rebbe Yashif was a bucky in these three Mitzvahs. In all Mitzvahs at Torah. But why of all elements of Torah did Karach specifically have people who knew how to be Ma'abra the Shana. And then Moshe Rabbeinu says, Karach, Boiker, Boiker, in the morning, the Yvonne will determine who's the right one. Rashi says, why Boiker? says, Rashi, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Karach as follows. 
The same way there are two gevulos in the world, there are two definitive borders in the world, there's day and night, and day will never become night, and night will never become day, so too you can't argue on the kuhuna. So think about the analogy Moshe Rabbeinu is giving. He's saying the same way you can't change day into night, you can argue on the appointment of Aaron HaKoyim. Why of all things is Moshe Rabbeinu invoking day and night? Moshe Rabbeinu could have said, the same way there's something called gravity and when you drop something it falls down, so too you can't argue on kuhuna. Well, what's day and night? What does day and night have to do with it? The same way nobody could say day is night. And there are a million things in nature that you can't change. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu bringing up day and night? Here's one of the main reasons I want to give this share. The Gemara says in Baba Basra, Daf Ayin Dalit, that Rabbi Barachana, one of his adventures with an Arab merchant, the Arab merchant says, you want to hear the spot in the ground where Kairach is swallowed up? So Rabbi Barachana says, sure. So the Arab merchant takes him to a place in the Midbar, and uh, he says, take your spear and put a ball of wool on it and stick it into the ground. And they did, they stuck it into the ground, and they were singed. That was the spot. And uh, the Arab merchant said, okay, put your, put your ear down, listen. And Rabbi Rachana put his ear down, and he heard they were saying, Moshe and his Torah are true, and we are phonies. Says the Gemara, the Arab merchant said, Every 30 days, Karach is kicked up to the surface of the ground, like meat in a cholent pot. You know, the meat, it says the pot is boiling. Every couple minutes, the meat is kicked up to the top of the pot. So every 30 days, Karach is kicked up to the top of the pot. And that's what the Gemara says. Now, the Gemara doesn't say exactly when Karach is kicked up. Just every 30 days. The Rashbam says, maybe Baruch HaKodesh, every Rosh Chodesh. So if you would go today, that today is the day to give this year. Every Rosh Chodesh, you go to the uh, Sinai Desert, you find a specific location, you put your ear down to the ground, and you're going to hear Karach saying, um, By the way, I, I, I happen to see today, there's a safer, Ben Laoshri, the Tzadik Ranana, he asks, if Karach, that means Karach is doing tshuva, so if he's doing tshuva, then the Rav should yank him out of Gehenna, why is he still in the Gehenna? He says, because the Pshad is, Moshe Emes, the Tzairasa Emes, but we're a bunch of phonies. Even now, this charata that we're saying, it's not real, it's not genuine, it's not, it's not minhaleiv. It's not, we're, we're badon. We were and we still are. We are badon. Okay. Bottom line is, why on Rosh Chodesh? What is it about Rosh Chodesh that Karach comes up every Rosh Chodesh and he says, Moshe Emes v'sayrasa Emes v'anachnu badon. Here's the big question. When the world is this man thinking? There are three million Jews standing on Har Sinai, right? You know that there is no event in the history of the world that was authenticated by more eyewitnesses than the giving of the Torah. Nothing ever happened in world history that was seen by more people than HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving the Torah on Har Sinai. The, the only thing that comes close is uh, how long ago? Twelve years ago when Obama was elected. There were a million people at his inauguration. Since then, nothing came close. And even after that, nothing has ever been seen by more eyewitnesses than three million Yidin 
at Har Sinai see the Rebbeinu Shem giving the Torah. Now, where was Karach that day? Karach took the day off. No, Karach was there in Har Sinai. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the mountain, and Hashem spoke to Moshe pe'al peh, and the Ramban says on the pasuk, "Vayavoi Moshe." Uh, Ramban says on the pasuk, "Bezois teidun." The Ramban says that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai. Klal Yisrael was elevated to the level of Nevi'im so that they saw the Rebbeinu Shalom speak to Moshe on a level of Nevu'ah Pe'alpeh. Okay, so that means everyone was there. All three million people were there, including Kairach. And Kairach saw that Hashem said, Moshe, you're the only one. I want you to go up. So Moshe Rabbein goes up to Sinai, And Kairach sees the Rebbeinu Shalom speak to Moshe and they knew for all eternity that Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest person who ever lived. Karach was there. He didn't play hockey that day. So what, is Karach, what does Karach think that Moshe is doing? He thinks Moshe Rabbeinu is making up on his own chas that Aaron should be the Kain Gadol. He thinks that Moshe Rabbeinu is making up that Alit Safoin should be the Nasi. Karach stood there on Har Sinai when the Rebbeinu Shalom spoke to Moshe and all of Klaisel were elevated to the status of Nevi'im and they saw the Rebbeinu Shalom speak to Moshe and nobody else. Yeah, but maybe Karach thought Moshe appointed his brother. You know, in the seven days of the Miluim, Moshe did the Avoidah for seven days and every day at the end of the day they were waiting for Hashem Shechina to come down on the Mishkan. Nothing happened. On day one, nothing happened. On day two, nothing happened. On day three, nothing happened. So the Lashon of Rashi is, well, you saw Nechlamim, they were embarrassed, they were ashamed, until Moshe turns to Aaron, and, Aaron, and Moshe says, Aaron, you give it a shot, and Aaron does the Avoidah, Vayeret Poyed Hashem, Now where was Kairach that day? He was there. He saw Moshe Rabbeinu himself try to do the Avoidah, nothing happened. He saw Aaron Akoin Bechir Sheba'am. He did the Avoidah and the Shechina came down. And Kairach, really? I mean, for real? He's starting up with Aaron. He saw what Aaron could do. And then at the end of the Shiva Simei Miluim, Parsha Sav, Vayoimer, Hashiraidaber Hashem Amoisha Leimar. Kaches Aaron, Vies Bonav Itoi, Vies Kolho Eda, Hakel of Hesachoyomai. So, Anybody know how big is the oil mayid? Big. Okay, very good. Not bad. It's big. How many people do you think could fit Pesach oil mayid? If you had to guess. I mean, how big is it? 50 amos by 100 amos? How many people could fit there? 5,000 people? 10,000 people? Not even. What does the Rashiva say? So then what do we have? 5,000 people. 5,000 people. How many people fit Pesach HaYomayit in the opening day of the Mishkan? So there is Kol HaEda, Hakel, El Pesach all 3 million. So take a spot that holds 5,000 people and stuff 3 million people in there. It's not possible. It's not, it's not shy. It says Rashi, Zeh Echad Menamekroiz, this is one of the few times where a small area held a lot of people. Oh, so the Bible says, This is the Raya that Hashem told me to appoint Aaron because I got 
uh, 3 million people in an area that houses 5,000 people. And where was Kairat that day? He was there. And he watched Moshe take five, uh, 3 million people and stuff them into an area of 5,000 people. And he was there at Har Sinai when Hashem spoke to Moshe and he saw Benavuah. Benavuah doesn't mean... Uh, Benavuah means he reached a tremendously high majority. He knew Emes La'amitoi that there is nobody in the history of the world like Moshe Rabbeinu. You know, one of the Yud Gimel Ikrim, let's say somebody believes that Moshe Rabbeinu was a great person, he was only equal to Avraham Avinu. What do you call such a person? A kaifer. Right? If somebody says, Moshe Rabbeinu is very great, but he's only as great as Ishaya, he's a kaifer. One of the Yud Gimel Ikrim is, nobody ever prophesied like Moshe. And Kairach knew that because he became a Navi and he saw the Rebbein Shem speak to Moshe. So what's the man thinking? Karach Pikeachaya, he's a smart person, Rashi says. What was Karach thinking? There's a very interesting pasuk at the, uh, toward the end of the episode. Bezois Teidon Ki Hashem Shalachani Perk Tazayim Pasuk Chafchas this will prove that Hashem sent me. It's the number 17, Archaim HaKadosh. Kiloi milibi. It wasn't in my heart. Listen to the words. This will prove that Hashem sent me to do these things. Kiloi milibi. It wasn't in my heart. What are the words adding? Kiloi milibi. Moshe Rabbeinu should say, this proves that Hashem sent me. What does it add? Kiloi milibi. Let's try to understand why was Karach swallowed by the ground. I mean, when was, when was uh, that's not a typical way to go. The Gemara says, Lamavas Toitzais, there are a thousand kinds of mitzvahs, and this is not even one of them. There are many ways to go, and the, the ground turning into a mouth and swallowing somebody up is not a typical way to go. Why was Karach swallowed by the ground? So the following approach is found in two svarim in the Bar Yosef of Rabbi Yosef Tzvi Salant and in the Sefer Sam Derech of Rabbi Simcha Zisel Breida. It's an amazing approach. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara says in Yivamas and elsewhere in the Sefer Shabbos, Moshe did three things on his own and Hashem was masking to him. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchais, Moshe Rabbeinu pushed off Kabbalah Satayra, and Moshe Rabbeinu separated from his wife. So the Gemara says, how do we know Hashem was masked to Moshe? Moshe separated from his wife, because after Matan Torah, Hashem told Kaiso, Leich, Emer Lohem, Shuvu Lohem Lohem, tell the rest of Kaiso to go back to their wives, you stay with me. So that means Hashem was masked to Moshe Rabbeinu's decision to separate from his wife. As Toysus, Toysus is found in Yivamas and in Shabbos. Says Toysus, how do you know Moshe came up with this plan on his own? It's number 13 on the sheet. How do you know Moshe Rabbeinu came up with this plan on his own and Hashem was masked to him? Maybe Hashem told him, Moshe, you always have to be on standby. I could come to you at any moment. You have to be Parishman at Yishai. How does the Gemara know Moshe came up with the idea on his own and Hashem was masking? Maybe Hashem told him to do it. So Taisa says, if Hashem would have told Moshe to do it, then Miriam never would have spoke Lashon Har about Moshe. 
We know what was the Lashon Hara Miriam said about Moshe. Miriam said, who does Moshe think he is? Hashem comes to me, I don't have to separate from my husband. And uh, Aaron says, Hashem speaks to me, I don't have to separate the Isha. So they spoke Lashon Hara about Moshe. Now, if Hashem would have told Moshe to separate from his wife, then Miriam never would have spoke Lashon Hara. She only spoke Lashon Hara because Moshe came up with this idea on his own. Okay, that's Tosis. Fractosis. Okay, so Moshe came up with a, with the idea on his own. But Hashem was maskim. So if Hashem was maskim, so how could Miriam speak Lashon Hara? In other words, Moshe came up with this great plan. He's going to be Purish Isha. Hashem said, Yashar Kaychacha, you did the right thing. So if Hashem gave Moshe Haskama, how could Miriam speak Lashon Hara about Moshe? Hashem told him to do it. You're right, he, Hashem didn't tell Moshe to do it originally. Moshe came up with the plan on his own originally. But Hashem told him it's a good idea. So once it's a good idea, what's Miriam speaking Lashon Hara about Moshe? By the way, just as an aside, Rabbi Hanan has a kasha in the Kavitz Mamara. It comes out that what, what did Miriam say about Moshe? Miriam said, who does Moshe think he is? We're also Nevi'im. So that means Miriam equated Moshe to Shar Nevi'im. So why is Miriam being accused of Lashon Hara? It's much worse than Lashon Hara. It's Api Karsus. That's Rabbi Hanan's Kasha. And Rabbi Hanan says, no, it only became an Iker of Amuna when Hashem said to Moshe, you know who Moshe is? This is when it became one of the Yigivan That's Rabbi Hanan. But the bottom line is, Hashem had already given Moshe Haskama. If Hashem gave Moshe Haskama, then why would Moshe, why would Miriam speak Lashon Ready? Here's the Chiddush of the day. Says Tosis, Avada, Hashem told Moshe, a thousand percent you did the right thing. But you know why Hashem gave Moshe a Haskama? Because the derech sha'adam roitza lelech melech anaysay. Moshe wanted to be parish Isha. Hashem said, that's what you want. Here's the Ishur, here's the Haskama, no problem. Miriam's problem with Moshe is, why did you want that? If you wouldn't have wanted it, then Hashem wouldn't have given you a Haskama. Hashem gave you a Haskama because you wanted it. But if you would have been an honest person and a better person, you wouldn't have wanted something which is wrong. Hashem only went along with your plan. Basically, Miriam accused Moshe of abusing the Kayach of being a Tzaddik. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest person who ever lived, the greatest Tzaddik who ever lived. Whatever Moshe wants, Hashem says, no, I'll give it to you, no problem. It doesn't mean just because Hashem said you did, it's okay, it's a good thing to do, that it's really a good thing to do. Sometimes Hashem goes along with the plans and the desires of tzaddikim because they want it even though it's not the right thing. It just occurred to me, you know the famous Gemara Brachas, the Gemara says that Ram Gamliel, when he was deposed as Nasi, so he had Chalishas Hadas. He felt bad that he, uh, so he kept so many Bachram out of the Beis HaMedrash, Right? So they showed him in a dream a white, a clear glass with uh, ashes inside. In other words, they were telling Ram Gamliel, you're right for keeping out Talmidim who weren't good on the inside. And then the Gemara says, no, Shamayim didn't think Ram Gamliel was, la- was right. They just wanted to make him feel good because of, to go along with the Shita. Which, by the way, is a tremendous insight. Just because someone is being Matsliach, 
it doesn't mean they're doing the right thing. Just because Hashem gives siyata deshmaya, it doesn't mean that's MS. Hashem will give siyata deshmaya to good people, sometimes even when they do the wrong thing. That's the Yisoyed of Tosis. Tosis' Yisoyed is, Miriam said, I know Hashem told you to be parashman Isha, but Hashem told you because you wanted it, and therefore you shouldn't have wanted it. Comes Kairach, and Kairach says, Moshe, I know you're the greatest person who ever was. And you're the greatest Navi. And you're the greatest in Rabbeinu Yonah writes, the same way Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest Navi who ever lived, and he was the greatest Anav who ever lived, he likewise excelled in every other character trait. But here's Karas Taina to Moshe. Moshe, I have Emuna Shalema that Hashem told you to appoint Aaron. Because look, I was there when you stuffed three million people into a little closet that holds five thousand people. And I was there when Aaron brought down the Shina. And I was there on Harsina when Hashem spoke to you. I don't doubt for a moment that you made up that Aaron should be the kind God. Avada Hashem told you that Aaron should be the kind God. But you know why Hashem told you that Aaron should be the kind God? Because you want Aaron to be the kind God. You shouldn't have wanted your brother to be the kind God. You should have wanted the best man for the job to be the kind God. So I'm accusing you, Kairos says, of abusing your power of tzaddik. That's the Mahalach of Rav Simchaz Yisabreda and the Be'er Yosef. That Kairach, based on this Toysus in Shabbos and this Toysus in Yavamas, Kairach's Taina Amosha was, I know who you are. I believe everything you do is because Hashem told you. But Hashem only tells you because that's what you want. You should have wanted the right thing. You should have, when you daven Shemayna Esra, you shouldn't have daven Rebbein please make Aaron the Kohen Gadol. You should have daven Hashem, appoint the man who will bring the biggest Kiddush Hashem to the world, and then I would have got the job, because I'm greater than Aaron. So now, that's a, that's a, a very <laughs> profound taina. That's a very complex taina. That's a very sophisticated taina. That was the taina of Kairach. So you know what Kairach, look how smart he is. Look how what a big pikach he is. Kairach says, you don't think Hashem goes along with what the tzaddikim want? Kairach gathers 250 men. And Moshe Rabbeinu looks at them and says, who are these? These are, the, these are not the Chosh Mishpat guys. These are not the Yaradeya. These are the people who know how to be Ma'abar the Shana. You know what? Kayach, these type of Chachamim have. <clears throat> the Gemara tells us in the Sefta Rosh Hashanah that we have a drasha, Atem, Atem, Atem. That if a Chacham says that Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow, B'Shoyge, he makes a mistake, we follow that, Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow. And if a Chacham says, B'Mezid, Rosh Chodesh was yesterday, we follow that. And if a, uh, a <coughs> Chacham says, Rosh Chodesh is a, a specific day, B'meizid, B'pshia, B'mered, it doesn't matter. Atem, 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 afilu shoygem, afilu mazim, afilu mutarim. This is the one area in Torah that even the Chachomim intentionally want to make an error. We're going to follow them. You know the famous Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> the Mishnah says that Rabbi Shua held, Yom Kippur was uh, on a specific day. And Ram Gamliel, Ram Gamliel disagreed. He held Yom Kippur as the next day. And Gamliel ordered Rabbi Yeshua to appear on the day that Rabbi Yeshua held with Yom Kippur. He said, I want to see you with your money belt. I want to see you 
with your Vachadik Azachim. And Rabbi Yeshua didn't know what to do. He went to Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva said, you got to go. You gotta go. Rabbi Yeshua said, what do you mean? I'm being Mechal Yom Kippur. He says, you're not being Mechal Yom Kippur. Even from Gamliel is amazed whenever the man says, it's Rosh Chodesh, then he's, so to speak, twisting the hand of the Rebbe Hashem. The Rebbe Hashem will go along with the decision of the Chachma Yisrael. So Kairach says to Moshe, I'm going to prove to you that the reason why Aaron was selected to be the Kain Gadol is because you're twisting the hands of Hashem. You asked Hashem to make Aaron the Kain Gadol, therefore Hashem is going along with it. And Moshe says, where do we ever see such a thing? So Karach is very smart. He got 250 guys. That What do they do for a living? They twist Hashem's hands. The, the Edim come in, and whatever they say, what they say. B'shoigig, b'meizid, b'mutayim. Their job is, they decide, and Hashem sits there and says, you know, I'll go along with it. Hashem gives the Yishur. Karach didn't get people who knew what, what Masech they were learning. Kedushin, they didn't get people who knew Masech the Kedushin, you know. He got people who knew how to twist the hand of Shemayim to the Yacha, that whatever they say, the Rebbe Hashem goes along with it. So Moshe Rabbeinu responds to Karach. Moshe says, you're making a mistake. The appointment of the kahuna is not like Iber Chodesh Vashana. The appointment of kahuna is like day and night. Boika. If the Chachamim say, oh, Rabbi Sai, it's the day right now. Everyone put on the tefillin. You look outside, it's pitch black. So we say, oh, they are filu, b'shoigeg, afilu b'meiz, afilu, no, no, no. If the Chachamim say day is night, day a night is day, we don't listen to them. It doesn't matter what they say. The Messias is the Messias. They have no kayak to change Yoim Valayla, only the Yoim of the Chaydash. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, this is not a matter of Iber Shana, Iber Chaydash. This is a matter of Boiker V'yoyda Hashem HaSashaloi. And Moshe Rabbeinu says the following very compelling argument. He says, You think I made it up? This is going to prove that Hashem sent me. And then Korach had an even more sophisticated time. Korach says, Moshe, I don't think you davened and you asked Hashem to make Aaron the Kohen Gadol. Here's what I think you did. You wanted Aaron to be the Kohen Gadol. And Ritzon Yirei of Yasem, Hashem does the will of those who fear him. So you, so to speak, very cleverly manipulated Hashem to allow Aaron to be appointed because you wouldn't say in Shema Kerleinu, Hashem, make Aaron the kind of oh, you just, whoever you want, you know how much, and I'll leave it like that, Moshe Rabbeinu left it. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, It was not in my heart. I didn't even think it. In the heart, Moshe Rabbeinu says, in my heart of hearts, all there was was Rebbe I would like you to appoint the man who's best for the job. Huh? So now you, right? You have now? So says the Gemara that the Arabs took Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, took the Rabbi Barachana to the desert and the Arabs said, you want to know where Kairach is under the ground? Now, one more thing. The Gemara Nadarim says, that in the uh, rebellion of Kairach, Shemesh Omad, Shemesh Yareach Mizavul. Shemesh Yareach Omad Zavulah. The sun and the moon stopped. Remember that Gemara Nadarim? They learned Nadarim over here? You learned Nadarim here? You did already, three years ago. Six years ago. 
So Mustama, you remember. One time, when I was, uh, when I was in Kailal, we learned Masech the Shabbos. So the, they sent us to speak and learning with Rav Shmuel Bermeh. So he asked us a shayla, like something we learned in the beginning of the year. So, so we said we didn't remember. He said, oh, you don't remember, so you learned it 70 years ago? He says, it's not shaykh not to remember something unless you learned it 70 years ago. <coughs> anyway, so what does that have to do with anything? Oh, the Gemara Nadarm, you learned it six years ago. The Gemara says, the sun and the moon said, that's it, stop, I'm, 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 I retire. The sun and the moon said, if you're going to allow Kairach to rebel against Moshe Rabbeinu, we retire, I am no longer going to shine. The sun said, I'm going out of business, I'm retiring, I'm moving to Florida. The moon said, I'm move, moving to uh, Palms River. And that's it. We're going out of, we're going out of business. We're not going to... So the Bariyosh have asked, this is not like the first time there were rebellions in Kali Yisrael. Why all of a sudden the sun and the moon are saying they're going to retire? After the Chet HaMaragalim, why didn't the sun and the moon say, that's it, Kali Yisrael, they don't want to go into Yisrael, that's it, we retire, we're going out of business. And, you know, the Gemara says, that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he came late to the base Medrash, people were, was he? Well, maybe he was having a long breakfast. If he came early, they said, why did he leave so early? Maybe he can't get... They, why didn't the sun and the moon say it? Kali Yisrael, they're, so, they're being so brazen, that's it, we're going out of business. Says the very the sun and the moon took a particular insult when it came to this um, rebellion of Kairach against Moshe Rabbeinu. Because they were being marshaled to try to support Kairach. Kairach was saying, Oh, I'll prove to you Moshe Rabbeinu is using his power of tzaddik. Because the Ibriyar and the Ibr Chodesh are dependent on the Chachmei Yisrael. So Kairach was marshalling the sun and the moon to support his argument. So the sun and the moon says, Karach is using me, that's it, I'm, we're going out of business. So therefore, the Gemara says that every 30 days, Karach surfaces. And he says, Moshe Emes, Sarasa Emes, Tanachnu Badan. What day of the month does Karach surface? Says the Bar Yosef, Rosh Chaydesh. Because he has to be moida ala emes on the day that he tried to use to support his position that Chachme Yisrael have the ability, have the ability to, so to speak, twist the arm of Hashem, which they do. But when it came to the appointment of Aaron Akoyen, it was not Moshe asking Hashem, it was not Moshe willing Hashem, it was the lave tahar of Moshe Rabbeinu. If we would have gone and seen the heart of Moshe Rabbeinu in the heart, of Moshe Rabbeinu and the deep subconscious of Moshe Rabbeinu, all we would have seen is Tara Salev. He wasn't rooting for Aaron. He wasn't. He wasn't hoping for Aaron. He was hoping the Yibam Shem should appoint whoever the Yibam Shem deems fit. Now, just think for a moment. The whole miracle of the earth swallowing Kairach was to show what that Hashem gave the Torah to Klal Yisrael and Har Sinai. Nobody questioned that was to show that Moshe taught the Torah accurately? Nobody questioned that. The whole miracle of Kairach was to show the complete Taharas Halev of Adoinenu Moshe Rabbeinu. Think about the lengths that the Yibam Shem went to, to uphold in the Be'enei Klal Yisrael for all generations, the complete Taharas Halev Moshe Rabbeinu. It's really, 
remarkable the, the importance of, of the Ikar, of our Amuna and Moshe Rabbeinu as, as somebody who has such <clears throat> absolute Tahara that he did not will in any way his own brother to become the Kohen Gadol. So why was he swallowed by the ground? The question of Kairach was a question of the, the authenticity of the Tarshabal Pesh. When Hashem offered the Tarshabal Pesh to Yisrael, we said, Nasev and Ishmael. Yeah? On the other hand, the Gemara says in Shabbos, Hashem said, if you're not going to call the Torah, I'm going to drop the mountain on your head. So what was it? So the Medrashan Chuma says, Tarshabal Pesh, we said, Nasev and Ishmael. Hashem was going to bury Klal Yisrael alive. So you see, says the Hafla, the punishment of not being Mechav the Torah is being uh, buried alive. Or the Gemara says, Kal Anyone who is lazy, Gemara says in Shabbos, is worthy to be buried alive because if you're not Masked Chacham properly, then you don't appreciate the Torah Shabbat Peh, then it's Nachamal Kaf Aleim Har Kegigis. By the way, the story goes, the Chassam uh, Soifer used to go Ben Azmanim to uh, the mineral baths in uh, Pachani, in Kalzbad. The Rebbe's today, they still go to those uh, mineral baths. And one time, the Chassam Soifer was in the mineral bath. In the mineral bath, it's very hot. And the, the, by the way, the Chassam Soifer was able to tolerate heat more than anyone who ever lived. They say he was able to drink a hot coffee that's like the temperatures are lo yu'uman k'yisusot. It was very hot in the bath. And all of a sudden, the iron door started to close. Now, if you get stuck in the mineral bath, you're dead. So Chassam Soifer immediately, he's thinking to himself, what could he have done to deserve being koivroi uh, b'chayav? So you remember, he says, it must be a tzaddik died and he didn't give a proper hesped. He was Makabal himself. As soon as he gets out, he's going to find out who he is and he's going to be masked with him. Sure enough, he found out the, that the tira of Rav David Daich. Rav David Daich is mentioned in Shalas Tshuva's Night of Yehuda. He writes, Ish Koshek Kebarzel Rav David Daich. So the Chassam Soifer ran out of the mineral bath and he was masked Rav David Daich. So the, if there's a question... If somebody challenges the oral law, the Tarshaval Peh, the punishment is Kairoi Bechayav. And therefore, that's what happened to Kairach. Kairach challenged the... That means part of Tarshaval Peh is not just the content. Part of Tarshaval Peh are the... They have a Muna in the Chachme Yisrael of the generations that their uh, uh, hearts and their personalities were Tahirim were Kedoshim, and they gave us the, over the Torah in the most pure way, without any desire for their own covet, but they gave over the Torah just to be Mekadeshim Shamayim and Lahagdil Torah Lahadira. And that's the Limud. And you're learning Kedushim Samachva right now. What's in Kedushim Samachva? The Hafla. Okay, Gavaldik. So there you go. And I didn't even know that. Unbelievable. Okay, so thank you everybody for uh, staying over time. And we could, you can take a short break and then we'll continue. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. You should have tremendous the new Makoim.
Does the Shem Lahagdil Torah Lahadira? Amen.